Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I want to get your uh, opinion on the notion of rank and file Gardaí uh, being armed with tasers. Frontline Gardaí believe that they should be able to use tasers in response to the soaring number of assaults on their members. Uh, Brendan O'Connor, president of the Garda Representative Association, was chatting to Pat Kenny earlier this morning. We, we believe that there is a, a place for tasers in, in the organisation. It, it's a non-lethal use of force. It's, it's an escalation beyond a baton. But in some cases, it's actually it, it's, it's more humane than, you know, a, a baton is, a, is an iron bar and ass baton. So you can uh, immobilise a suspect actually without causing any injury. They're not without their limitations and their difficulties, but certainly they're used internationally. It's international practice with most comparable police services to use taser, and we believe that they have a role in stemming the escalating numbers of assaults. And that was uh, Brendan O'Connor of the Garda Representative Association speaking to Pat Kenny earlier on. Now, we'd like to find out what you think about the notion of um, Gardaí on the beat having uh, tasers at their disposal should they be required. Now, we've had many reports over recent months of uh, assaults on members of the force. It has increased at a, quite an alarming rate, actually, the uh, the number of assaults. Last year, for example, there were 285 incidents where Gardaí suffered injuries during uh, an attack, and that was up from 243 cases the year before. So we'd love to hear from you. Our uh, WhatsApp number is 087-1400-106. Would you be happy with uh, Gardaí being armed with uh, tasers? Um, Richard is on the line in Kildare. And Richard, you served as a police officer in another country and uh, you used a, a taser. What are your thoughts on uh, the Gardaí being armed with tasers? Afternoon. Um, I'm all for it. I, it's, it's, a, it's a tool that really uh, is controversial in many jurisdictions. But once, once it's been used effectively, it really is a good tool for the Gardaí to have. Um, it's now, a force multiplier. It allows you to send officers to jobs where, you know, rather than waiting for a firearms team to turn up. It gives confidence. It it, uh, it does control people's behaviour. And it is a bit of an ask. So explain to us, uh, most of us have an idea of how they work, but how exactly do tasers work? The, the, the taser is, it fires two darts that are connected by a copper cable back to the taser device. And it's effective to about 21 feet, depending on the device you use. One, the, the darts come out, one comes out straight, one comes at a downward angle. And the, and the intention is to put those two darts into somebody's muscle mass, ideally one in the chest, one in the thigh, or back in the buttock. And it basically it, it has it runs an electric current between those two probes and incapacitates any muscle between the two probes. So if, you, if the probes hit properly, all the muscles between those two probes, one in the thigh, one in the chest, become locked and down goes the person, right? It, you know, it stops them. It literally just stops them in their tracks. It's a very, very good tool. And you've actually uh, deployed one yourself on, on a number of occasions, is that right? Well, Eleven. My first year using TASE, I used it 11 times. Uh, now, I was in a firearms unit, so slightly, you know, every job we go to are violent violent criminals using violence. So it, it's more likely firearms officers will use it more often. But I used it 11 times. Eleven times, and is, is there a, are they dangerous? I know you say they're effective, but are they actually dangerous? But there, there is a there is a danger to them. The, 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 the you're firing a, a, a what is in effect a, a straightened fishing hook with a little barb, and you know you could hit somebody in the eye with them if you are inaccurate. You could you could hit somebody in the throat, you know the groin, you know, and I've, and I've seen that happen. 
Um, and the, the person that's incapacitated will fall to the ground uncontrollably. You know, they are locked up, so they can bang their head on the floor. They can they can bang their head against the wall. And I think there was one occasion in America where a guy fell off a wall into a lake and drowned. They, they, so they can be dangerous, but, but so can using an asp. So can all police uses of force. Um, and you're only you're only going to use a taser as a last resort against a violent uh, offender. So there's an inherent danger in that in that engagement, regardless. Taser's not necessarily increasing it, making it deadly. It's it's it, you know used properly. Ninety nine times out of a hundred, it, it it does its purpose. And to be honest, it it decreases the risk to the person because the alternative is to start whacking the guy with an asp or spraying him with chemical or or actually reality drawing a firearm at the guy. Um, the, you know, the real the real benefit of taser to me was that. I'm going to a guy with a knife, for example, and you know he's standing 20 foot away, but he's approaching. You know, I've got a choice between a baton, which I'm never going to draw with a guy with a knife. I'm going to draw my gun. If I've got taser, I've got I can draw taser, right? You know, it, it, it cuts down the number of times I'm going to have to point a gun at somebody and pull the trigger. Okay, so uh, here in Ireland, as we know, uh, the majority of our police force are unarmed. Um, you believe it's a, a no-brainer to um, arm. Our guardy with uh, with tasers would it make their job easier and safer for them? Yeah, yes, it will, and it, but it also makes it a bit safer for the people that they come across day in day out as well. Once you know that the guard that the guards have taser, it does alter people's behaviour. People do realise that you know if I swing a punch at the guards, there's a fine chance I'm gonna I'm gonna get tasered. And trust me, once you've been tasered once, you won't want to get tasered a second time. Um, so it, it changes people's behaviour. It makes it less likely that there'll be a, a punch-up. You know, it makes it less likely there'll be a violent resisting. Um, and, and, you know, taser, like all police force, to be honest, the, the real purpose of taser is the person sees you've got it. You don't, you know, often they'll stop behaving badly just because they know you've got taser. I mentioned that uh, there were 285 incidents of assaults uh, involving Gardaí last year. Do you believe that having tasers will make uh, will have an impact on those figures? Yeah, I think so. I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, people, you know, if you look at, if, you, if you look at the reality of a police assault, you say, um, you know, a lot of the times a police assaulted by drunk people, by people on drugs, you know, it, it, it fights outside nightclubs, and often people's behaviours aren't altered by the fact the guards have turned up. I mean, the first use of force, if you like, the first the first uh, thing a guard can do is use their uniform and their police car with a light to say to everyone, hey, listen, guys, stop fighting the police are here. If that doesn't work and you know, and, they, and they give strong commands and that doesn't work, then eventually you're escalating up to your, force, your use of force. But if you're dealing with people who are drunk or upset or emotionally disturbed, you often don't have the ability to talk them out of stuff. And that's often where you'll find police and, and, and members of the public end up in punch-ups. Taser just lets you stand off a little bit. If a fight's going to happen, you know, you can use the taser. Down goes the guy. It's uncomfortable for the period of time, but he's in handcuffs nice and quickly. Mm. It's less dangerous than a, than a big punch-up between guard and, you know, and uh, a member of the public or him and his mates. It, you know, it can de-escalate things very quickly once somebody's been tasered and handcuffed. Stay with me for a minute, uh, Richard, if you can, please. Liam, Liam Herrick is Executive Director with the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. Uh, Liam, where do you stand on, on the issue of rank-and-file guardee having tasers? Good afternoon, Adrian. I think the key question here is the difference between specialised and specific use of a less lethal weapon such as tasers 
in, in one hand, and the other, the general allocation of tasers as kit for rank and file guards doing community policing and on-street policing. It seems that the GRA is in favour of, of the latter. And I think that they're two quite different things. I mean, Richard has said out there, uh, I think one of the key motivations for the introduction of weapons like tasers in the United States and Britain and elsewhere has been as a de-escalation from the use of firearms. So particularly in the US, where police ordinarily carry guns, and there's a strong concern about the level of shootings carried out by police, that there's been an impetus to use less lethal weapons such as tasers. Now, in an Irish context, we're coming from a very different starting point. Uh, there's very limited use of firearms by rank and file police here. The approach that we've taken is to have specialised unit, the armed support unit, that have use of firearms. And in that context, where we, where we would be looking at firearms as a necessary part of policing in limited circumstances, in the types of operations that it seems Richard was uh, generally involved in, serious violent incidents, the sieges and so on, then tasers are definitely useful. But if we're talking about the ordinary community policing function of the guards, in an Irish context, it would be a significant escalation of the use of force. And I think that's something we should be concerned about. And we pride ourselves in Ireland of trying to establish a community policing model. And that's not to underplay the fact that it's a dangerous job. And that's and exactly what I was happened. about to say. With with 285 yeah, incidents where Gardaí suffered injuries last year, uh, that they need protection. Well, the, the issue of Garda safety is a very significant issue. It's a, it's a health and safety at work issue. It's an inherently dangerous job, of course, but we should do everything we can to make sure it's as safe as it possibly can. But I think the idea of reducing the issue of Garda safety to giving them more weapons is very simplistic. I think if we look at the problem of Garda assaults, then I think we need to look at wider questions such as training. And in fairness to the GRA, they're also naming training as one of the issues today. Um, There's the question of rostering. Are we sending guards into dangerous circumstances without being properly accompanied or supported in terms of the deployment of vehicles and the deployment of other staff? And also, sorry to cut, to cut across you, uh, Liam. Sometimes a guard is sent uh, on a job and not realizing or knowing in advance how dangerous the situation is. Well, is the answer to that that we equip people with dangerous weapons, you know, in case they might perhaps need them in the extreme circumstance? And I think if we're doing that, I think we are changing the nature of policing here. Um, I think the, the model of having specialised units is a sound one because you, you can then ensure that those that are using weapons are really trained to the highest possible level in the deployment of weapons. And, you know, we, we, these are less lethal weapons, but they are dangerous. They lead to fatalities, they lead to heart attacks, they lead to burns, they lead to serious injuries and falls, as Richard has pointed out. So it is not a minor change. It's a very significant change. And I, I think that we need to be very cautious that it could really change, I think, the, the fundamental relationship that we're trying to build between the guards and the community here, putting a barrier in terms of weaponizing policing to an extent that is perhaps disproportionate. Okay, just, of... to, just to go back to what Richard was saying, that we have a situation where if there's a, a brawl outside a nightclub or whatever and the guardy arrive, their presence doesn't stop it necessarily. If they had some uh, form of uh, taser on them, people might have a little bit more respect well, I think we need to retain a level of perspective you know in very many instances 
it, it does have that desired effect. You know, the, the whole origin of Angarda Siakana in, in its original foundation was that they intended to police, you know, by force of will, but, but not, and goodwill and support of the public, but not by force of arms. In, in the vast amount of instances, that is the case. There are instances where escalations occur, and I think the key there is to ensure that the resources are available when they're needed to, to deal with that. But this, the sense of perspective as well is the Garda Commissioner has come out and said that there have been peaks and troughs in terms of assaults on the guards over the last eight years. But over that period, the overall picture has not changed significantly. Okay, so you don't believe there is enough of a crisis uh, to warrant this fundamental change to the way we police? Well, I mean, this is the the guards' own statistics. It is a serious problem, but it's not one that's changed significantly over time. Mm. In the last couple of months, we've seen a particular peak around some of the public order instances and protests that were happening. So there is a particular sharp point at the moment, but we don't see a changing trend over time. I think we need to look at a bigger picture of worker safety, which looks at issues such as resources in supporting, rostering and so on. I I think the availability of these type of units in extreme circumstances is part of that, but not the general distribution of tasers to all guards. Okay, stay with me for a second, Liam, if you can. Janice is on the line. Uh, Janice, you actually... Uh, carry a taser yourself. Why? Yes, yeah. I feel I can be vulnerable if I'm going out on my own late at night. Um, maybe going to a concert, coming back. Um, I've had some dodgy situations. I've encountered some. Um, Ireland is not the country of uh, 10 or 15 years ago, nor is the world. Um, this gentleman that just spoke might be naive in some senses. I think the police personally are, are very vulnerable going against, um, out on calls and maybe up against violence alone on the street. I, I feel they need some type of protection. And and just back to you. you, you carry a taser, which you're not allowed to legally do, um, but you feel so vulnerable that you're prepared to take that risk of carrying a weapon yes. that you're not legally allowed to carry. Yes, it's extremely small. It's got a light and you wouldn't even notice it was a taser. The noise actually from it, if I made a noise, would be a deterrent already if someone came, if I felt threatened. I jog and in quiet areas, and what if I'm alone? Who's going to help me out in a quiet place? Have you ever had to use it? No. 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 And, hope, I, and hopefully you never will. Dodgy. Hopefully not, no. I don't think... It depends on the voltage. They've, they've all got different voltages, to my knowledge. I don't think... Um, and this is a very high voltage. Maybe maybe some police in some countries have ones that are extremely high voltage. I don't think it could really harm someone to be better, obviously, than using having knives or guns and all that stuff, which I wouldn't agree with, you know, in, with the police. But uh, I think a taser or something like maybe a pepper spray would be something more subtle and maybe, maybe a, a deterrent for the uh, criminals to maybe uh, attack the guards or confront them. in volatile situations. Hmm. Okay, um, stay there. Sorry, do you not worry about, God forbid, uh, some incident happens that you have to uh, take your taser out and use it, that it could actually be turned on you? No. I wouldn't. I'd make sure that couldn't happen. It wouldn't get it off me. 
Okay. All right. Stay with me for a second, if you can, please. Our number is 087-1400-106. That's our WhatsApp number if you want to get involved in this conversation. 087-1400-106. Now, Dean has got in touch with us uh, from Spain. Dean, do you think it's a good idea to um, give our guardy tasers? Absolutely not. Just purely for a health and safety point of view. If somebody has a pacemaker, for instance, I grew up in Galway and I used to ride racehorses with a young lad who had some type of device fitted. Now, if his heart stopped, it would automatically shock it back into life. But he also had a remote control that we would carry that we could override it if it did not shock him back into life. Now, I'm not sure of the technology, but I'm pretty sure if you got hit with a taser, you could fry the circuitry. I'd be more preferred giving them pepper spray than a taser, just for a health and safety point of view. Now, I will hold my hands up. I live in Spain where we have a completely armed force, and all of them are armed. And it acts as a major deterrent, but I just think tasers aren't the way to go, especially if somebody can't understand English or can't speak the language. Now, I have encountered this living in Spain and then Catalonia, where it's two different dialects. And I just think it's a dangerous idea if you cannot communicate with the person. Um, Okay, but you just said yourself, uh, having armed police does act as a deterrent. Yes, but... Uh, they've also got pepper spray and they've got everything else. I just think they, they're not they're not carrying tasers. They're carrying actually proper weapons. Yes, no, I understand that. And uh, tasers and obviously are, are a less lethal uh, type of weapon, but uh, can be very effective. But you don't see a need to, to have them here? No, and the type of taser that lady is talking about that you've just had, that's a handheld device. That's not a taser you can stand back 20 feet away and shoot. That's an up-close and personal concealed device. Now, it is possible to buy them here in Spain, but they're highly, highly dangerous. All right, stay with me for a second. I'd love to hear from you on this. 087-1400-106 is our number. If you'd like to get involved in uh, this conversation, you can send us a WhatsApp. 087-1400-106. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Now, a lot of reaction to the notion of uh, Angarda Shiakana, rank-and-file guardy, being armed with tasers. Here's... Um, Just some of your reaction coming in on WhatsApp. I think that officers should be able to carry tasers in areas where guards are being attacked. If all guards are to have them, then they also need to have body cams. Well, as you know, uh, that is uh, in the process, so... Uh, They could come hand in hand, I suppose. Adrian, yes, all Gardaí should be uh, issued with tasers, but only after all Gardaí are issued with body cams. Similar message. Tasers should not be used without body cam uh, footage. Uh, The Gardaí should definitely have tasers, says another message. As those entrusted to protect the public, they should have, at a minimum, the ability to overpower an assailant quickly and decisively. I was a deputy sheriff in Washington State in the USA for nearly 25 years and used a taser many more times than I ever used a handgun. And one final message for now. We've seen an increase in gender-based violence, but there is never any discussion about safety measures like tasers or pepper spray to keep women safe. If we are discussing these changes for the guard, can we extend it to personal safety? 
Um, and that's interesting, following on from that call that we had just before the break uh, from that lady who carries a taser for her own safety. Let me go to uh, Meath next, and Linda joins us. Linda, you're you're kind of on the fence over this, are you? Hi, Adrian. Yeah, I, you know, I completely understand and appreciate the guards need to protect themselves 100%. And there's far too much violence towards the guards. Um, but my problem with the, the use of tasers is that like, it's, it's effectively a weapon and no weapon can ever be classed as non-lethal. Not really, because you don't know, the guard doesn't know, the person that they're using it against could have some kind of a heart condition, an underlying condition that even they don't know they have, and it could potentially kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think, it, you know, that we shouldn't be too quick to rush into the use of things like tasers. You, you've just mentioned, like, um, from other messages about dash cams and uh, body, body cams. cams. Yeah. And I think they're a good first step. I think, you know, there's the, I know some people might laugh at it, but like the use of pepper spray. spray. But also, if there is an increase on assaults to guardies, maybe the guardies should look at updating personnel on, you know, self-defense techniques, restraint techniques. Maybe they need to look at that. You know, is there something that else that can be done to help? I think tasers, I'm... Like I said, I I do understand guards need to protect themselves. I'm just kind of not sure if tasers is the way to go because I think they they do pose a risk. You see, at, at the end of the day, um, we we do have an issue with assaults on guardy. Two hundred eighty five incidents where guardy suffered yeah. injuries uh, during an attack. A, a taser would definitely act as a deterrent in situations like that. Possibly, but I think the use of dash of body cams and dash cams would maybe deter the the need for anything else as well, because people will know they're being filmed, they're being watched, their faces are on camera. So I'm always a big believer in prevention rather than cure. Okay, so you um, you would rather at least try the body cams, which are being legislated for as we speak. Yeah. Uh, you would rather try that first and see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, stay there for a second because um, a lot of messages uh, coming into us on this. Um, these weapons don't lead to danger if you don't don't cause problems that lead to their usage, says Chris. And another message: uh, that man has never walked into a hostile, dangerous situation in the early hours of the morning with a crowd baying for his life. Give them uh, protection, and that's uh, referring back to uh, Liam Herrick from the uh, Irish Council for Civil Liberties. Phil is on the line in uh, Dublin. Phil, you believe it is time for the Gardaí to have tasers? Hey, Adrian, how's it going? Good yeah, things. listen, I, I, I'm pretty black and white about this. I mean, Jesus Christ, Adrian, like the atlas, there's so much, let's, let's call a spade a spade, there's some bloody bad people out there and you have guards walking around one arm as long as the other going into situations where fellas have knives or worse, agent, like you, you know as well as I do about guns out there as well now. And you have guards going in with, with nothing. Like, like it, it's, it's a crazy situation. And, you, and one of your textures there hit the nail on the head. Like, guards will only use tasers if there's someone behaving badly or haven't complied with them. So, surely to God, if you're behaving yourself, you're not going to get tasered. And this argument about heart problems and all that. I mean, I'm sure any of them people now, if their house was getting broken into or their car was getting stolen, 
and the guards turned up, wouldn't they love that the, the guards would have some sort of uh, taser to stop the person who's trying to, 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 to harm you or rob your property? The only people who are going to get tasered are the people who are not behaving themselves. So let's get real. Every other country, if you go into France, if you go into Spain, as that lady said, she have, they have an armed force over there. Even the, the standard police have a, an armed force. We need to get real in this country because there's no respect out there for the guards anymore. They have a very, very hard job to do. And the places, it's like, I, I, I'm from Finglas, Glass, Never area. Like, I've, I've seen it out there. There's no respect. So we need okay, to kind it, of fight it, for one it. Of the things, one of the things that Linda said a moment ago is that um, we need to try the body cams first. Uh, and they are, as we know, being legislated for at the moment. Um, get Gardy with body cams. See, does that make a difference in terms of uh, the safety of the force? And if not, then talk about tasers. Body cams, offer body cams, give the guards whatever aids they need. But before an answer to Asian, with some of the situations that you can see the guards are walking, and I've seen clips on social media going around of guards going into situations, put it this way, I'd rather a bloody taser than a, than a camera, because a camera's not going to protect the guard, first of all, if, if there's a gang of these guys, and it might make them think twice if they know that they're going to get electrocuted, an electrocuted shock if, if you know, a camera is one thing, but I would much prefer a taser if I'm going into okay, a you, you, you don't believe that uh, that the body cams will act as a deterrent, do you not? Possibly, but do, do you think that, like, I've seen, I've seen guys out there, you know, do you think that, like, a, a guy in a, in a situation where it gets out of control is going to stop us because a, a guard has a camera? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it acts as some sort of a deterrent, I would have thought. You, you know, if, if, if you know you're going to be filmed. Well, you're, you're, you're thinking about reasonable people, Agent. You're, you're thinking, like, it's a reasonable situation. Some of these fellas are out of minds on drugs. Like, is a camera, is a body cam going to stop them attacking the guard? You know what I mean? I, I don't think, like, me talking to you here, yes, but some fella out of his head on drugs or alcohol, a camera is not going to act as a deterrent. Okay, so a taser would? Well, if it got to that point, obviously, that's, that's the point. You're only going to get tasered if you're not complying with the guard. And that's in any situation. I'm sure that's the last resort to taser someone. Hmm. But it's an option there. It's an option for the guards. And I think give them all the tools that they need, especially the way things have changed in the last, say, 10 or 15 years in Ireland, you know? Okay, stay there for a second because um, a few more messages. You wouldn't have an issue with a taser if you're not doing something wrong. The disrespect shown to members of Angarda Shiakana uh, is unbelievable. The Gardaí are in their workplace. Not very many people go to work with the threat of being attacked. And another message says, My wife is a guard. She was working nights last night. Uh, I woke up with my daughter this morning and her mother wasn't home by 8am as usual. By 9am, I had a phone call informing me that she was in hospital having been assaulted by a male last night it's easy for people to pontificate when it's not their wife or mother coming home at the end of a uh, shift that's a shocking story uh, send our, our kind regards to uh, your wife uh, that texter and uh, I hope she makes a, a speedy recovery uh, another message says the country has changed the guards need to be adequately equipped Corrine is on the line from uh, Cavan. And Corrine, you're originally from the US where uh, tasers and uh, guns would be fairly standard. Uh, do you think they're a good idea? Uh, guns, no, because you see what's happening over there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of accidental deaths. And that one guard that pulled a 
gun instead of a taser, thought she had her taser, blah, blah, blah. So no, but tasers, yes. Uh, your last caller, the one from Finglas, uh, Glass Nevin area, I don't know if I could have said it better myself. The guards are going into dangerous, dangerous situations. None of us that have a normal job where we don't have to worry about being attacked can have an opinion on this, in my opinion. These guards that are putting their lives at risk every day need to have some way to uh, take down an assailant, a potential criminal. I mean, these guys are going wild. Or, or it could be women, too. They're on drunk. They're on drugs. They're on alcohol. How, you know, how can you send them out with a baton and say, okay, deal with these guys? I mean, they have to be able to take these guys down, get them cuffed. And as far as, you know, having a heart attack, well, guess what? Tough. Because if you're doing something to antagonize the guards to the point where they have to pull a taser, then your behavior is completely, uh, you know, off the charts and you get what you get. You know, if you're going to be a criminal, you're, you're taking a risk. As okay, a so, so you believe that there is nothing to fear from having tasers unless you're somebody causing trouble, basically. Well, yes. I mean, I, you know, the guards in this country, like, I'd have a lot of respect for them. They're super, most of them, nice people, very knowledgeable, very good, but they're not harmed. I mean, I've often thought of that. Like, those ladies that got attacked in that uh, estate was on social media, and they had to back out of there in their cars and leave. And I'm like, how intimidating is that? They have nothing, no way to protect themselves. And as far as a body cam being a deterrent, I mean, all the cops in the U.S. have every gun known to man, and that hasn't deterred anybody from any kind of criminal no. activity. Okay, but do you believe so, tasers you know, is kind of a halfway point? That's, um, yes, it's uh, perfect. Okay, you know? and let me squeeze in one final call on this, and that is Marie. And Marie, your uh, son is a Garda. Is this something you would welcome? I totally agree with the, the lady there. I mean, I would, yeah, totally. I mean... Listening to the second guy that was on, the guy who was concerned about, you know, we need to keep the guards as they always were. Unfortunately, the force isn't dealing with the same society, Mm. but the guards haven't changed. And if you think about it, years ago, every village had a guard, every town had a guard, everybody knew them. There was real community policing there. They knew everything about the town. They knew what was going on. People told them things. Then, of course, we followed the British model where we amalgamate everything. We always follow the bad stuff centralize everything so there isn't local knowledge so we we do these kind of things that don't work that have been proved not to work so there is no real community policing like he's talking about anymore anyway because they haven't local knowledge okay so so your point is that society uh, and policing has has changed Uh, we need to uh, we need to keep up with it you were not at risk in a in a small village of a guy that was crazed on drugs with a knife but people that they're dealing with have changed, but the guards haven't been able to change because mm. they haven't been given the resources. They never have been. And as regards body cams, that's going to be held up by Eamon Ryan for months because of like it's interfering with our personal, you know, data protection, the new buzzword in this country, because it's always protect the wrong people. And as with that girl in Spain, I never heard anything as stupid as to say, well, in Spain, we don't have it because they're all armed. Yeah. Um, but we <laughs> shouldn't have tasers in Ireland. Okay, so, uh, like, a gun is a deterrent, but we shouldn't have tasers, for God's sake. Okay, so you, uh, you would welcome the introduction of uh, tasers. Do you think it would um, make your son safer as he's at work? 
I think it would make everybody, and that poor man whose wife was injured, I think I would be very worried mm. if I had, my son is in a lot of the time, but if any of them that are out, I think it's horrendous. And if you think of a normal situation that years ago might have been a drunken man in a house, you've now got, I know for a fact, domestics that are totally out of control. Domestic rows all the time, really bad ones, drug fueled as well as alcohol fueled where people have knives. I mean, how many murders do we have? And we've guards going into those situations. Now, they're not going to have backup in a situation like that. And if the All guy right, so it, 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 would, it would make uh, you feel, yeah. well, make your son feel uh, safer and uh, make their job easier. Uh, thank you very much indeed for your call, Marie. <clears throat> Excuse me. Adrian, as the husband of a Garda who was seriously assaulted while waiting for a specialised unit to arrive, your caller hasn't a bloody clue what he's even chatting about because those work situations can change in an instant. And finally, let's get real here. People with health conditions should know better than attacking the Gardaí. Gardaí won't be using uh, tasers willy-nilly. If someone is acting up, then they deserve to be tasered, health condition or not, says Liam, or Steve in Limerick. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.